In today's show, we've got news about the new Circle D Ranch coming to Walt Disney World, the new Halloween Party Pass, oot, oot. Uh, the new Midday Ticket. We've got news about meetups, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Shizzo. How you doing tonight, Tony? Doing good, good, good. good. How was your brunch on Saturday? Oh, food is always good over there at the Rillos. Yeah, we had a great meetup. Yeah. We had a great crew. A bunch yep. of people came out. Yep. That was awesome. Yep. Hung out, had breakfast. We got to see our friend Will. Yeah. And yeah. Chef Fabrizio yeah. came out. Not as well as two unlikely inhabitants of a Saturday morning brunch at Ravello. <laughs> right. Plus, we got to see uh, Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy. Oh, That's yeah. always a plus. Yeah. yeah and I love, I love when they just sit down at the table. Yeah, that's awesome. That that's does, not something that you get at a Disney no, resort either. No, no. That's, when Mickey just sits cool down, like, come on, tell hangs me. out with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a completely different experience, and I I really hate to say, it, but it is the best character experience. And please don't go there because I like it. <laughs> and I yeah, will say it this: it's only on Thursdays and Saturdays, but now they're doing it on select Tuesdays. And you can yeah. see more of that on the Ravello page at the Four Seasons, fourseasons.com forward slash, uh, what is Walt Disney World Resort Orlando at Walt Disney World or whatever. Um, but yeah, you can see the select Tuesdays. Yeah, it was good times, yeah. good times. It's always fun to chit chat with uh, our friends and family. Yeah, it was great. We had a, we had a great time. And then. Uh, our friends uh, Jay, uh, James and Susan and Andrew took uh, one of our Patreons. And me. And me. Oh, you were there too. I meant to say that too. You were there too on a multi-hour yeah. tour of the Four Seasons. Yeah. We didn't leave there till two. Oh my gosh. Well, that's you know because <laughs> we went for gelato. Yeah. Definitely uh, <laughs> like going yeah. from brunch to gelato. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we get off camera, when I see you tomorrow night. Uh, we'll have to talk about that. I, I could, I, I got it in. Oh, on I the gelato. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Sure mm. do. Anyway, Dude, so that was no. last week. So thanks everybody. Excuse me. Thanks everybody that came out. If you weren't there, you missed it. We'll do it again soon. Maybe you guys every can month. come hang out with us. Every month we do a meetup. Uh, we don't do a meetup every month at Ravello, but yeah. we'll do it again soon. I, I, I can uh, pretty much guarantee that. Uh, and then what are you and I doing tomorrow, Uncle Tony? Uh, Mr. Wolf, uh, no, Chef Wolfgang Puck will be in town, and we are going to uh, go over and uh, have dinner and hopefully uh, chit-chat with uh, Chef Wolfgang again. Yeah, we're seeing He's going to become our, our friend. Yes, we're going to be on a very, you know, name-only name basis. Yeah, call me Wolfie. Uh, I'll be able to go, <laughs> what's up, WP? And yeah. he'll be like, ah! And I'll be like, ah! <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, that's great. Wolfgang yeah. Puck is coming. Wolfgang Puck is coming, coming 
to town. To town. So yeah, that's gonna be a lot He's of fun. He's cooking over- up some pizza and has some new sparkling wine. <laughs> He'll make sure you get nice and fat, cause that's how you have a good time. So anyway, uh. So we're going to be over at Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill over at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to come see us as well as Wolfgang, we'll be there around 7 o'clock. Oh, yeah. I think the Park Hoppers will be uh, Live? showing up a little. No, no, that's Thursday. Showing up a little early at the Polite Pig because uh, we've got another buddy of ours that's going to meet us over there at 630. Oh. Uh, a friend from Wolfgang is going to be over there and have uh, – we're going to be doing a little pre-gaming, I think. That'll be fun. Little, so come hang pigging out. before pucking? Well, we're not Nothing going to like a pig and a puck to make it a good night. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we're going to be doing that tomorrow night. It's going to be a lot of fun, but we'll get to some of the other stuff that's happening. Uh, is there anything else you want to add before we get into it? Nope. nope, nope. Well, I guess there's really not much more we can do but then to get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. We want to thank our good friends and sponsors, Destinations to Travel, for uh, supporting us and uh, sponsoring the news this week. Uh, if you're planning a family vacation, a romantic getaway, a destination wedding, maybe a cruise, a European adventure, or any other type of travel, even to Disney Parks around the world, let Destinations to Travel be your guide for your dream vacation. All you have to do is go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two travel, complete their online form, and someone from Destinations to Travel will contact you. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two travel. Now, I know a lot of you do your own travel planning, and that's great, but – there's a lot of unforeseen stuff that happens when you travel, and it's always better to have uh, a travel planner on your side. It doesn't cost you a penny, uh, and they will do work with you and let you do as much of the planning as you want to do. But definitely have them in your hip pocket because you're going to need them uh, sometime soon. Uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, number two, travel for destinations to travel. Uh so horses at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground are going to uh, be able to clop into a brand new barn. Uh, Disney Disney has uh, shared with us that not only uh, will the opportunities to make memories continue at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, but the equine residents of both the Pony Farm and the Tri-Circle D Ranch are set to receive a beautiful new barn as well. Imagineers have redesigned the Tri-Circle D Ranch, which will offer a modern stable and updated outdoor spaces and facilities for the happiest horses on Earth. Uh, The new ranch will maintain the history and spirit of the original Tri-Circle D, welcoming guests to explore uh, exhibits of classic Disney equestrian artifacts, some of which date back to the 1950s. Oh, yeah. Starting starting uh, uh, today, August 19th, the Draft Horse Barn and Pony Farm will temporarily be inaccessible to guests until the new barn debuts in spring of 2020. Guests can still enjoy pony rides at the Trailblaze Corral near the campground's entrance, and the resort's trail rides and carriage rides will continue to operate as normal. 
That's exciting, man. Yeah. Horses get new digs at Disney. I know. It's a great time to be a horse. Everybody gets a new place to stay. Horizons get gets a new place, place to stay. stay. Horses get a place to stay. From what I hear, this is moving across the street. Really? Yes. Wow. It is not going to be uh, on Fort Wilderness area. It's actually going to be across the street. And that's interesting because I think a couple of years ago, they moved the Disneyland one way off of uh, property. Yeah, uh, to make space for other things over there. So, unfortunately, uh, the horses are the first to go. <laughs> horses got to get that stink out of here. Get that horse stink out of here. Hey, uh, Disney uh, started to shake it up this week. They are now having, for the first time in forever, John, a really? Mickey not so scary Halloween party pass. Oh yeah. Now you're asking yourself. Hey, Tony, what the hell is a party pass? Let's tell you. The party pass is very limited. So if you want one, do it now. Hang up. Do it now. Go do it now. Uh, So if you've already purchased your uh, Halloween party ticket, you can modify it into a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party Pass by calling the Reservation Center 407-939-439. Four two nine five for more information, or you can visit any theme park ticket window. Now, Walt Disney World has just launched the brand new ticket that will allow guests to attend thirty-five of the thirty-six Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween parties this year. And which one do you think you're not going to get to go to, John? Uh, I'm going to say uh, Halloween. Yeah, right. Oh, nice. Isn't that nice of Disney? You can come. Yeah. Every day. Every time. Except for Halloween. But the one you really want to go to. Exactly. Uh, The Mickey's Not So Scary Party Pass includes admission to all party nights except for Thursday, October 31st. Uh, We've confirmed uh, this with guests uh, with the pass will be able to get into sold out parties already. So if the party's sold out and you buy the party pass, you still can go. Which means it'll be super crowded. The cost of this party pass is a mere $299 plus tax for guests ages 10 and up and only $284 for the youngins 3 to 9. This special annual pass uh, type ticket went on sale and guests can purchase this, like we said, at guest service location at Walt Disney World and any Disney ticket window. Time to get your party pass, yeah. people. So I'm hoping um, that they'll also do this for the Christmas party. It'd be intriguing. But like we were uh, saying on our Patreon show, they, they should include the party inside the party with this ticket. Which, yeah, uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, or, or make it in, uh, you know, or say, hey, listen, uh, you can buy the regular one at this price. Or if you want the party in the party, every time you party, it'll be this. Because that, that'd be good stuff. Yeah, right. it would be. Be yeah. smart. Yeah. Super smart. Yeah, I might really then think about it. All right, so last week, John, we had a trivia question. Actually, we had it for two weeks in a row because nobody answered it the first time. So we got some actual responses this time around. That's good. I love you, people. Yay! The question was, how many singing busts are there in the graveyard scene of the Haunted Mansion? And if so, do they have a name? The correct answer was five. 
five. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, and their nickname is the Phantom Five. That is a Disney thing that I got over Disney history, so don't write to me. Write to Disney. It's Disney Guest Relations at DisneyWorld.com. Uh, and this week's winner is Nichelle. So we're sticking with the Haunted Mansion 50th Anniversary Trivia. And the question this week is now this. You ready? Yep. What are the unofficial names of the hitchhiking ghosts? The unofficial names of the hitchhiking ghosts. There's three of them. There's uh, uh, Stinky Fred. Buzz Lightyear. There's Javier. And uh, there is uh, uh, McGillicuddy. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty close, John. Pretty close. Uh, if you but, think you uh, know the right answer, send it to at DisneyParksPodcast.com. DisneyParksPodcast.gmail.com, if I can say that correctly. Nice. All right. Uh, we just got done doing two, count them, two extra Magic Hour shows for our Patreons. Uh, and what we do is those are two exclusive shows that only our Patreons are able to listen to. Uh, we don't publish them elsewhere. We don't repurpose that content. It's only for our Patreons. Uh, and the only way you can hear them or even watch them is to subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, and when you do that, you help support the show. We do a lot of things uh, that require some extra resources, hosting, uh, sometimes we have to buy some new equipment that, that costs us money. And the, the best way that you can help support the show is to go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and sign up and help support us. Now, the cool thing is if you sign up for $5 or more a month, you get access to those two special Extra Magic Hour shows. But if you sign if you sign up for that or even any of the other levels, we have amazing benefits and rewards that we would like to give you guys as well. So access to the free shows as well as amazing rewards uh, from us. And we do that all over at patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Well, the castle transformation reaches a new stage uh, with tower additions. Uh, representing uh, beloved Disney princess stories in Hong Kong. Don't get too excited. Uh, the transformation of the iconic castle at Hong Kong Disneyland Resort is set to enter its most important stage. Yet, uh, towers and spires representing 13 stories of beloved Disney princesses and heroines will be lifted onto the castle base. That sounds crazy, but awesome. Uh, guests will witness the ongoing castle transformation progress on their coming visits to the park. The thematic towers, turrets, and spires, each uniquely crafted with individual architectural designs, will appear on the castle, bolstering its historic presence and magical qualities at the very heart of the resort. I'll bet that's where our friend Christmas Crane is right now, working hard on the oh, Hong yeah. Kong Disneyland. You know, he's he's going to be popping up money. soon. He will be. He'll be here, and we'll all love him. Yep. Uh, each of the thematic uh, architectural elements are inspired by stories of our much-loved Disney princesses. Tiana, Aurora, Ariel, Mulan, Jasmine, Snow White, Moana, Cinderella, Merida, Pocahontas, Belle, Rapunzel, and, of course, Anna and Elsa from Disney's Frozen. So every princess ever. 
Almost. <laughs> uh, they will have their moment to shine in sequence throughout the summer with special attention to the iconic patterns, textures, and colors and ornamentation. Uh, guests will be able to recognize the individual elements inspired by their favorite Disney heroines, celebrating a sense of diversity, <laughs> inclusion, and unity. Mm-hmm. And all their mothers are dead. Uh, when fully transformed, sorry. When fully transformed, the iconic castle will stand as a shining beacon of courage, hope, and possibility, inspiring all who dare to dream to dream big. Extended magic with Disney Princess uh, experience will be throughout the resort. While the castle transformation is underway, guests will be able to find Disney Princess footprints scattered throughout the theme park. Guests are invited to follow the footsteps and immerse themselves in these beautifully captivating Disney princess stories. Hmm. All right. So uh, are we going to do all these? Uh, You can do whichever ones you want. All right. Why don't you do the next one? Uh, The Storybook Shop? Yep. Uh, so, Storybook Shop, which is the Bippity Boppity Boutique at the Castle Area, is uh, opening July 1st, 2019. It's an immersive princess transformation experience. Await young guests as they step into their brand new Storybook Shop, the Bippity Boppity Boutique at the Castle's Area. Uh, with the help of the Fairy Godmother in training, aspiring little guests can undergo a royal makeover that will make them a princess of their dreams come true. Speaking of princesses, did you know how much the princess dresses are at the Four Seasons store? Now, first of all, they're not costumes. They're they're actual dresses. So that's number one. I think they're probably in the 250 to 300 range. Uh, How about 350? I was close. Yes. Mm -hmm. Listen, if I bought a $350 dress for my kid, they better be wearing it to their wedding day. Might be a little small for them. I don't care. Okay, understood. (laughs) Uh, You, unlike some theme parks uh, at Disney's Hong Kong, Disneyland Hong Kong, you can have a magical stay in the Cinderella Suite. That is crazy. Crazy. Uh, The fantasy world of Cinderella has come to life at Hong Kong Disneyland uh, Hotel with a newly opened Cinderella Suite at Kingdom Club featuring an interior decor heavily inspired by the classic tale. Just remember not to leave one of your glass slippers behind as you rush to book your stay at the newly themed suite. Uh, Then you have the Disney Princess Pin Collection at Merchandise Shops now through December 2019. Hong Kong Disneyland celebration of the Disney Princess is set to continue from now until December of 2019 with the launch of two New character pins each month. These exclusive and truly one-of-a-kind pins make for the fabulous keepsake for the most passionate of Disney fans. <laughs> uh, it sounds like they're going crazy over there. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they're really uh, getting a game on. Yeah. Getting a game it's going to be more Disney than the U.S. Disney parks pretty soon. Yeah. I'd like to know what their little, uh, how big that castle suite is and how much they're charging a night for. Well, uh, so reading the story, I don't think the castle suite is in the castle. I think it's at the Disneyland uh, Hotel. Uh, you know? Well, that's not fun. Uh, but we, one could dream. Yeah. One could dream. Yeah. We don't know yet. We don't know what we don't know. Yeah. 
All right. Hey, uh, Toy Story fans, uh, Toy Story 4 crossed the $1 billion mark at the global box office. Uh, Pixar's Toy Story 4 became the Walt Disney World Studios' fifth billion-dollar release for 2019. That's five this year. That one, five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue August 14, the film has earned an estimated $1.017 billion worldwide. Uh, Toy Story 4, which is now the number eighth biggest animated movie of all time, joins Incredibles 2, Finding Dory, Toy Story 3, to become the fourth Pixar film and the second Toy Story film to reach the $1 billion mark. And my guess is this thing would have done better had it had a better story. I'm just throwing well, that out yeah. there. Yep. Yeah, it was not a great story. Yep. Not my favorite. Uh, with a Cinescore Cine and an exceptional 97% fresh uh, rating, uh, critics score Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the Toy Story 4 made its dem- domestic debut on June 20th with $120.9 million. Uh, one of the biggest openings ever for an animated film. It has also earned $421.8 million domestically to date. So that's about half. Uh, stands number five animated film of all time. Uh, internationally, Toy Story 4 has earned a whopping $579.9 million with its debut still to come in Germany and, of course, Scandinavia. So it's places that had not even been shown yet. Uh, yeah, but it's Germany and Scandinavia. Well, they'll do it in the wintertime, and, and everybody goes to the movies in the winter. <laughs> There's nothing yeah, else to do with go. those countries. Yeah. <laughs> it's the number two Fair animated enough. release of all time in the UK with $75 million. In Japan, Toy Story 4 continues to perform very strong with a current cumulative gross of $77 million. And in Mexico, Toy Story 4 is the biggest industry film in admissions with a cumulative gross of $72 million. You mean it, it beat Coco? I I guess so. Wow. Yeah. I guess that uh Spanish mode Buzz Lightyear did some did some uh, <laughs> did some good down there. <laughs> Ole! Ole! Marisa uh, right. <laughs> uh, so uh I saw this first on Facebook and was blown away. I don't even use an igloo cooler, and I want one of these. Yeah. But four special edition igloo uh, and Disney coolers celebrate Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Uh, igloo coolers announced that uh, in a partnership with Disney, they have released four special edition coolers to celebrate uh, Mickey and Minnie. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's ears feature prominently on two of the four Playmate coolers. Uh, one of the coolers is covered in Minnie's classic dots. And the last edition features Mickey's face in profile in multiple colors. The coolers come in both seven and four quarts, uh, featuring the classic Igloo Playmate swivel tent top and are available for purchase on Igloo's website. Yep. And if you're watching us live, we have a picture of the four Igloo coolers up that you can Oh yeah. <clears throat> get a gander. I, I don't even use those coolers yeah. and i i i, and wouldn't I, I mind think ha- a lot of people have gotten rid of the hard side cooler and are more for the you know the soft-sided coolers i would you yeah. know if this was in a soft-sided cooler i would definitely get it because that's what i usually take to the beach you know throw my waters in it or my sandwich so your sandwiches my, my sandwich sandwiches yeah. so that's cool 
Hey, uh, I, we want to thank everybody for coming out uh, to the meetup on Saturday. That was really great. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I know a couple people all uh, had to cancel, but uh, maybe next time. Uh, but it's always good to see everybody and hang out. Uh, hey, coming up September 15th at 2 p.m., we're going to Amp Hills to uh, have some Bob Iger ice cream and maybe some Marvel ice cream, right? If they still have it. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little Marvel yeah. ice cream. Get a little Marvel ice cream? It'll be the end game of all ice cream. The end game. Yeah. Uh, then October 12th at 2 p.m., we are going to have the inaugural favorite thing of John Donahue, a Skyliner crawl. I'm fine with it. I am looking forward to it. I'm just not looking forward to bouncing up and down. We're not going to bounce. I won't bounce for you. Thank you, buddy. All right. uh, we're going to start the art of animation. Let's meet in the lobby. We'll say like underneath that beautiful chandelier where Pat Carroll and Jody Benson have signed. So meet underneath the big chandelier in the lobby, and then we'll uh, proceed from there. Then on cool. November 2nd, uh, we're hoping to have a little soiree uh, with a, a friend of the podcast at or the Boathouse. Uh, this probably will be a ticketed event. Uh, Patreon will get first stab at the tickets, and then uh, we'll open it up to everybody else. So if you're not a patron, maybe that's another reason to uh, join. Uh, yeah. All right, so next up, uh, Walt Disney Imagineering revealed a sneak peek at the Skyliner cast member costumes. And I think I got a picture of that right there. Uh, so if you're watching the live feed, you can see the beautiful picture. Walt Disney Imagineering has treated us to a sneak peek of the costumes that will be worn by the Disney Skyliner cast members. And they are a great combination of the mid-century styling and the curved lines and bright colors of the Skyliner cabins. Uh, you can take a look at the beautiful picture, and then uh, we can show a video even of the Imagineer talking about these uh, beautiful little costumes. Uh, the Skyliner is scheduled to open to guests on Sunday, September 29th, uh, 2019, and will connect Disney's Caribbean Beach, Art of Animation, Pop, Riviera, Epcot, and Disney's Hollywood Studios. So nice. should we uh, show the video? At the end, after we do okay. the show, I think that would All probably right. be the safest thing for us to do. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Yeah, they're very, uh, nice. they're very cool looking. They picked two colors, one for a male, one for a female, and two of the more uh, prominent colors and popular colors of the Skyliner cabins are the, mm -hmm. the closest colors to them. They, they didn't just willy-nilly it. But, right. So. It's interesting that they have characters and then spacers. Yeah. Why didn't they just have all characters? I, I, don't, I don't understand it's, that. It's not like they don't have enough characters that they can't do. That, a that different is character accurate. on every Skyliner. <laughs> that, that, is, that is accurate. Yeah. Uh, I've only seen, uh, I was driving down um, uh, Lake uh, Buena Vista Boulevard, and uh, I saw a wreck uh -huh. right at the intersection underneath the Skyliners. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's going to be a common occurrence. Mm-hmm. And here's the uh, thing. Just, there are no Skyliners with Marvel characters or – no, yeah, those are the only ones. They have a Star Wars. They have Pixar. They have Disney stuff, but there are no Marvel uh, cabins, and I wonder yeah. why. Um, well, soon, when they probably do Guardians of the Galaxy opening, they'll mm. probably have Guardians on there. Yeah, maybe. Oh, there's, there's probably some sticky wickets still with uh, Marvel characters. Mm. Um, but, yeah, all right. 
so if you're a Disney Vacation Club member, don't fret. The Halloween party is on for 2019. Uh, bookings for the 2019 Disney Vacation Club Halloween party at Walt Disney World are open. Uh, this yearly event invites members to come dressed in their Halloween best to enjoy music, special character meet and greets, refreshments, and games. This year's event is held on Thursday, October 31st, commonly referred to as Halloween, Halloween uh, <laughs> in the ballroom of the Americas at the Disney's Contemporary Resort. Members can choose from two event times, three to five, or seven to nine. The cost is a mere $37 per person uh, and includes tax and gratuity. To book, call member services at 800 800 9 800. Uh, please note, this event is considered a membership extra and can only be booked by valid blue cardholders who have made a minimal direct purchase through DVC. Uh-huh. So if you've got those resale uh, DVC points, yep. you're out. You're out. you got to hook up you're with out. another friend. <laughs> That's right. That's why I tell everybody, buy the minimum through Disney Get the rest of your points somewhere else, and then you're always guaranteed to get into these things. That's my 10 cent tip to you. There you go. All right. Hey, Disney offered another new ticket this week uh, the new Walt Disney World Midday Magic Ticket offer is now available. So, starting August 15th, uh, Walt Disney World guests will have a new ticket only offer that focuses on the fall season available to them. This midday magic ticket allows guests to enter a theme park at 12 p.m. Uh, there's a two-day, a three-day, and a four-day uh, mid-magic ticket available, and the, dates begin, uh, and the dates begin on or before December 15th. Uh, the two-day midday magic ticket is valid for admission after 12 p.m. It's two days, so you go to two different parks, and it's available for $88 a day plus tax. Uh, then you have the three-day, and then you have the four-day. And we should mention that park hopping is an additional to this. So you have to buy the base ticket and then add the park hopping if you so choose. I would tell you don't do that. Just go one park one day. Uh, guests who use the midday magic ticket options can utilize FastPass Plus uh, for the afternoon or the evening hours on their park days up to 30 days in advance. So you're not getting that 180, you're only getting 30. And you can only use it from 12 p.m. 12 p.m. and beyond. Park Hopper and Park Hopper Plus options are available to be added to the midday ticket with the Park Hopper Plus option. Guest uh, admission uh, to the Disney water parks and other activity experiences is allowed after 12 p.m. And uh, if you have any questions or want to get one of these tickets, you can do it at Guest Relations or contact D2 Travel uh, for more questions to help you book and get one of these uh, special tickets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I think this is going to be an interesting thing because, uh, you know, on some of the busier days coming up, you know, for Thanksgiving week and Christmas week, this may be a, a way of you not blowing a whole ticket and saying, oh, my God, I can't get into the park now because they're at capacity. You won't feel right. so bad because they kind of loosen up around 
lunchtime anyway when somebody, everybody, not somebody, but a lot of people go back to their hotel rooms for lunch or whatever. So, right. It may be, uh, maybe something good. I'm down with it. We talked about this on that Patreon yeah. show. I think that it's a it's a great idea, especially for people like my mom who's going to come down and there's no reason for her to buy a full day ticket because, yeah. you know, with with my wife and I's work schedule, we can't always make a full day. So right. I think this is going to be a great idea. And one, a point that you made, people who are coming down for business, mm-hmm. this is the perfect option for yeah. them. if They want to get a little Disney in while they're uh, they're working. So yeah. shouldn't feel so bad about spending 88 bucks for half a day. Yeah. Uh, back in the day when a full day at Disney cost 88 bucks. Mm-hmm. Those were the days. Uh, so Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. One of the big topics is always trying to figure out what the Matt sources, the magic magic kingdom card looks like. And now we know Mickey's not so scary. Halloween party is gearing up and has already begun. Last Friday was the first one. And the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom event exclusive game card for this year was inspired by the party's brand new fireworks show, Disney's Not So Spooky Spectacular. Hmm. Uh, Imagineer Jonathan Ackley Ackley says the uh, Phantasmal Fireworks flash card was created after Merlin the Magician was so impressed with and excited for the new spectacular that he created a brand new spell in its honor. <laughs> now, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom is an exclusive experience for guests of all ages to participate in Merlin's journey of preventing Disney villains from taking over the Magic Kingdom. Guests explore the park in search of villain hideouts and visit magic portals where they'll use magic spells to combat against the villains. Now, be sure to stop by the firehouse on Main Street USA to pick up everything you'll need to get started. The special event cards are distributed separately and in addition to the regular sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom card packs at that location as well. Guests must register to play with their party ticket and event wristband in order to get the card. Hmm. I, I know that's what they say. I'm not so sure that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm curious because uh, 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 Dave was talking about it at uh, brunch on Saturday. And uh, he says he plays and he got to, I guess, the highest level, the grandmaster level, whatever. But I'm still wondering. First of all, there are still no places to play in Tomorrowland, which is weird. I still find that weird. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you know, are, are people still playing? I, you know, I know they don't make the power up shirt anymore. Uh, I know that uh, they were selling you know some of the power cards to complete the set. I, I don't, I don't think they're doing that anymore. So, you know, are people still playing? Is it still interesting to people? I don't know. I don't know. I'd be, uh, I'd be fascinated to find out like what their stats are. You know. I've lost a lot of interest in it because I think it's just one of those things that brings a lot of noise in. Mm. There used to be some quiet areas around the parks, Mm -hmm. and now there's not because inevitably somebody wants to put their card up and, you know, it just – I don't know if it's as popular as it used to be, but apparently it's popular enough to where they're still churning out the the special cards. I I know those things are hotcake events, hotcake items at the 
part. So yeah, I've sold most of mine on eBay. So yeah, I guess you've mentioned that before. Yeah, there was like you talk about quiet places on Main Street on the right hand side, uh, right by the uh, Rister Brothers. There, there used to be like some benches. I used to like to get coffee and then just go sit there. Well, you can't do that mm-hmm. anymore. A, they took the benches out, and B, it's now a sorcerer, <laughs> you know, playing area. So yeah, that's a shame. All right. Uh, hey, Disney's up to some more testing, uh, this time with uh, Incredibles-themed mid-century modern rooms that are popping up at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Uh, two new test rooms have popped up at Disney's Contemporary Resort recently. Uh, the rooms are side-by-side and easily spotted on the eighth floor above Chef Mickey's as part of a proof-of-concept test. The exterior and the interior of the rooms are being refurbished to implement a mid-century modern look that would utilize the Incredibles' intellectual property. I think they're going to be doing a lot of this, but we'll get into that. Uh, as you might imagine, the rooms are not open to the public and have been removed from the inventory of the hotel as the rooms are being refurbished. Cast members uh, have said that initially they were unaware, but then updated uh, us with some facts that they are undergoing a refurbishment uh, in an effort to uh, show off some comp. Listen, if you paint the outside with uh, incredible characters and then you ask one of those two incredible character rooms... Uh, you can't say, well, we don't know. Oh, we don't know. Uh, I'm going to guess. I'm going to say Incredibles rooms. <laughs> uh, that would be a, a wise guess, sir. Yeah. So at this point, we're unclear uh, if the rooms would uh, be completely redone with Incredibles IP everywhere, or is it simply a mid-century modern look uh, that is inspired uh, by the look and feel of the Incredibles movies. So as far as we can see, uh, also, the section of carpeting in front of these rooms has been changed from the other carpeting. So they, they cut the carpeting, put out, put new carpeting in front of these two rooms as well to make it more wow. in- incredible themed. Uh, that, that seems like a, 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 a leap from a proof of concept to cut the actual real carpet. I guess but they're refurbishing all the rooms, right? Well, just these two rooms are being redone like that. So the question is, would they do a whole floor? Of these rooms, then, I mean, if you if you're gonna cut carpeting, you're probably gonna rip out the rest of it at some point too. So, you know, right? I don't. Know. Uh, so once we know more, and once Disney actually makes a, an announcement, we'll you know bring it all to you here. Well, I mean, it's a <coughs> excuse me, it's a great idea. I would love for them to do other things as well. I mean, they've got so that's my question. What, of, what would you like them to do? What what themed room would you like? In Wait, the contemporary? Yeah. Anywhere. Sure. Go stitch? ahead. A stitch room? I think there should be a Lilo and Stitch room at the Polynesian, sure. Yes. I, I think there should be a Mary Poppins room. Mm-hmm. I think there should be an Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in the contemporary, you could have Incredibles. You could have mm-hmm. um, uh, Wally. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff that you could have. You know, at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, you could have the uh, ants rooms. Mm-hmm. You could have Lion King rooms. Yep. Yeah. You know. Toy Story. Toy Story rooms? Yeah. Where would you put the Toy Story stuff? I don't care. How about in the uh, the movie section of all, uh, all Star movies? Right. Yeah, don't they already have some Toy Story stuff over there? They have Toy Story themed buildings, but you, then you yeah. can do the rooms. 
put them there. Yeah. yeah. Make it look like Andy's room. Yep. Right. All right. So going over to the West Coast. Uh, man, I got a frog in my throat. Excuse me. God bless him. The Tomorrowland entrance rocks are going to be removed to Disneyland. Yeah. Why? Uh, Disney has confirmed that the French Fry Tomorrowland entry rocks are being removed to Disneyland. Hmm. The entrance rocks have been there for more than 20 years, but our friends at uh, a certain website on Instagram first spotted walls popping up at the Tomorrowland entrance a few days ago. Originally thought to just be sidewalk work, the work has expanded to completely removing the rocks as part of Disney's Project Stardust walkway widening project at Disneyland Park. Hmm. Finally. Here's uh, some ideas that you could open up the walkways. Uh, I, I guess it's uh, the rocks just to the north are being removed. Yeah. Uh, once that's done, the rocks to the south will be removed in the next several months. Disney's not announced an end date to the project or what will come next for the Tomorrowland entrance. So we'll have to, uh, just, to, to just to be patient and see what happens. Yeah. They're doing a lot of Tomorrowland work here and there. So it's very interesting. Yeah. I think they have a plan. Maybe we'll hear about it at the uh, expo starting Friday, what they're, what they're actually going to be doing. I don't know. Uh, All right. Disney is back at it with their uh, subscription boxes. Uh, They found a new way to take some money from your wallet. Uh, This is called the Disney Backstage Collection. It's a subscription box uh, for Disney history buffs. Uh, Subscription boxes have been available from Shop Disney for months now, uh, providing fans of uh, Disney princesses monthly uh, surprise crate full of goods and now shop disney is adding a new subscription to the box lineup that will appeal to the biggest fans of disney history and heritage introducing the disney backstage collection a monthly retro keepsake canister with a limited edition t-shirt pin story card and mystery storytelling inside each and every box Available on Shop Disney, the subscription box service will launch later this month at, guess where, D23, and then be available for ordering uh, beginning in September. So D23 Expo goers will probably get first shot, and then if there's any boxes left, which I'm sure there will be, they'll open up to all those other losers that didn't go. Uh, Subscribers can expect rare artwork from Disney animated films and theme parks along with behind-the-scenes history from animators and archivists that will elevate their ever-growing Disney knowledge. Uh, the subscription canisters will be available for as low as $34.99 a month. Oh, as low as $34.99 a month. All right. Uh, what's in the first month's box, you might be asking yourself. I did. Well, with Series 1... <laughs> Contains a throwback to the earliest beginnings of the Disney Brothers Studios. Uh, Mickey uh, Mouse, uh, back to the time of the Alice comedies and the Oswald Lucky Rabbit. Uh, Pricing and subscription information for the backstage uh, collection is as follows. Uh, Prepaid box, uh, prepaid three boxes is $39.99 a month per box Per month for three months. You can get six boxes for $37.99 a month per box 
per month for six months, or you can get 12 boxes for $34.99 per month per box for 12 months. Uh, for those that are extra antsy about completing their collections, you know, the completest out there in all of us, note that a new version of the canister releases every six months. Uh, once a release sells out, it is retired, so it might be a good idea to look uh, lock yourself in for a multi-month subscription. If you want to collect every piece, Disney Backstage Collection is available for U.S. delivery only at this time. So I've got questions. I may or may not have answers. <laughs> uh, so if I get if I get box if I get box number one, mm-hmm. then what happens the next month? I think you get a different box. <clears throat> but is it the same thing? It says uh, completing their collection. Note that a new version of the canister releases every six months. Mm. So Maybe the 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 art, the shirt, the pin probably changes, but the canister may not. So every six okay. months you'll get a new canister, but each month I think the pin, the shirt, the right. art will uh, change. Gotcha. Yeah. Didn't we hear a rumor about this? Or did we just dream this idea up with a friend of ours? We've heard rumors of this. That's what I thought. Yes. I thought this sounds familiar. Man. The thing is, yeah. is we hear all these rumors from all sorts of different places, and sometimes we forget them. Sometimes yeah. we uh, yeah. take them with a grain of salt. I'm. It's a great idea. Actually, it's a great yeah. idea, and and to include like the archivists and the uh, historians in, in that storytelling part of this box. Yeah, I think you're going to hook, line, and sinker a lot of people into this. The shirt designs may not be the best, but I think we're all hungry for that Disney history that we can't get. You know. Yeah. That we have to beg them for, and now they're going to give it to us, but it's going to cost us thirty four ninety nine a month to see that knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I, I could be down with this. My my fear is is the uh, the size of the t shirts won't be the size that I would no. really dig. Yeah, they're probably that, they're, yeah, they're probably not for us. Yeah, probably not. You you'll, maybe, but yeah, definitely not me. You're gonna yeah, you're gonna be selling the shirt on eBay and keeping the tin, the pin, probably. The yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Can't win them all. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next up, if my computer will... There we go. Neil Patrick Harris is going to be hosting Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Adventure Awaits. A very special mm. special on Freeform. Oh, yeah. Trying to... Corral some people to get over there. Apparently, Neil Patrick Harris is going to be hosting the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Adventure Await special on Freeform. Uh, it's a two-hour special uh, on Disney's Freeform channel. Neil Patrick Harris and his celebrity guests will include Kaylee Kuko, Keegan-Michael Key, Jay Leno, of all people, Sarah Hyland, Miles Brown, and more will take you on a tour of Disney's newest park, uh, new, excuse me, Disney's newest land, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. All right, did somebody have to explain to Jay Leno what Star Wars was? Why? What is this? I just don't understand. What What is going on here? <laughs> that must have been funny. Uh, <laughs> what time did we say for this thing on uh, September 2nd or November 2nd? Duo. Huh? Duo. 
I will talk later. Okay. Uh, I, I, had, I have breaking news, I think. We'll do okay. it at the end. We'll keep it to the end. I have breaking news. So according to Deadline, in the special, viewers will get to explore the new lands and learn how uh, the new planet of Batu came to life. Ooh. So we get the Big Bang Theory. Uh, Harris uh, meets up with Key for some laughs in Oga's cantina and takes a tour of Batu. Hyland learns about the tensions between the First Order and the Resistance and creates her own droid in the Droid Depot. Leno explores the Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, inside and out. And Kuko takes a special sneak peek inside the upcoming attraction, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Ooh. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy Adventure Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Adventure Awaits. The nomenclature is awful. Uh, is executively produced by Brad Lackman, which means nothing to you guys. Uh, Galaxy's Edge opened to guests at Disneyland on May 31st and opens Hollywood Studios on August 29th. Apparently nobody's heard this. Uh, so is this going to take you over the edge if you haven't already decided that you uh, want to do this event, is this going to be like, oh, my gosh, I've got to go see that. Mm. If, if you're on the fence about coming to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Well, they're doing it in September, so they're going to s- give you a sneak peek of Rise, which will be good, which may push you over the edge for your December visit. Yeah. So it may work out for them. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what see. happens. Yep. All righty. How about some headline news? And now, the headline news. All right. The uh, last day of operations for Bongos is yesterday. So. Oh, I've missed the closing of Bongos. Bongo be no more. Oh, man. And, what, and I was just there, too. Yeah, we know what's going there, so we're fine. We do. Yep. We do. Uh, the, hey, the Mickey Pumpkin Balloon Popcorn Bucket debuted at Mickey's Not So Scary. I think this is going to fly off the shelves. Yep. This is going to This is going to go quick because this is a cute-looking uh, popcorn bucket. Uh, uh, let's see. New construction is underway at the former Liberty Square Market uh, seating area. So that outdoor areas got a whole bunch of construction by, you know, the Hall of Presidents. Mm-hmm. Yep, all being uh, reconstructed for your wow. future enjoyment. Pleasure. <laughs> uh, Astro Orbiter unplanned closure is being extended now till late September at the Magic Kingdom here. Uh, yeah. Yep, refurbishment of Legends of Hollywood Shop uh, is actually going to reopen uh, August 23rd, just in time for... Galaxy's Edge opening. That's the uh, stores on the left-hand side of uh, Hollywood Boulevard there. The last time ever for Disney Forever, (laughs) fireworks is scheduled for September 2nd at Disneyland. So if you want to go see that, do it before September 2nd, before it says goodbye forever. Uh, Disney's Spirit of Aloha Dinner show at the Poly is going to be closed for refurbishment early in 2020. First of all, it's the winter, so they don't like doing it in the winter a lot. That's number Truth. one. So yep. that's a good time to 
take it down refurb. Right. I'd like to see them change it up a little bit. Just saying. I would love that. Uh, <laughs> refurbish the food, too. The food's yeah. gone <laughs> yeah. south. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Morocco's Gallery of Arts and History is closing for refurbishment uh, beginning today, August 19th. That's that little place you can hide in the back of mm. Morocco when it's mm. raining mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that nobody mm-hmm. knows is back there. It's a good place to hide. Except people who are in the know. Yeah, except people who listen to this show. Uh, Frozen has officially surpassed The Lion King as Disney's highest grossing animated film of all time. This is not the live action stuff. This is the animated stuff. Frozen outbeating The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I didn't think I'd see the day. Uh, the rumors appear to be out again. Will and, and true and yeah. true. Will yep. we get an Obi Wan story with uh, Ewan McGregor? Yep. On Disney Plus, are we? Will we? Yes. Should we? Uh, if you if you believe the uh, the Hollywood rags, yes, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I love every inch of that. I yeah. think that's amazing. I'd I, like to see I, a Yoda story. Uh. Funny, you should say that. You should watch the uh, Star Wars um, uh, Clone Wars. Oh yeah, animated series. There is a Yoda backstory in a oh, yeah? f- several of those episodes. Yeah, so hmm. go check that out. I, you know what? I, I'm almost getting excited for Disney Plus. I hate to say that. <laughs> I I am too. They've got enough new stuff and some yeah. of the access to the old stuff. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So why don't we do this for everybody who's still watching? We'll uh, we might be making a big announcement. Plus, we'll watch that video. I, I want to see that video too. Oh, so, okay. Um, anything else you want to add? No. All right. Well, we want to make sure that everybody comes and finds us over on uh, obviously Facebook, uh, and YouTube and Instagram at Disney Parks Podcast as well as Disney Podcast are on the Twitter. But come find us over at our home, uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. You can visit all of our amazing sponsors. And uh, you can definitely sign up uh, to uh, to get contacted by Destinations to Travel. Uh, you can do all that over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. Uh, we also want to encourage you to go to Patreon.com slash DisneyParksPodcast to sign up to be a Patreon. got a little... Have a Lancey on that one, buddy. Uh, And if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, sections, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 